jambandrip offers of a price verse number 8 
Lord Krishna favorably and without desire for material profit or gain through fruitive activities or philosophical speculation. That is called pure devotional service. Unless one is completely free of all material desires which are caused by the dense darkness of ignorance, one cannot fully engage in the devotional service of the Lord. Therefore, we should always offer our prayers to Lord Narasimhadev who killed Hiranyakashipu, the personification of material desire. Hiranya means God and Kashipu means a soft cushion or bed. Materialistic persons always desire to make the body comfortable and for this they require huge amount of coke. Thus, Hiranyakashipu was the perfect representative of materialistic life. He was therefore the cause of great disturbance to the topmost devotee Prahlad Maharaj. Until Lord Narasimhadev killed him, any devotee aspiring to be free of material desires should offer his respectful prayers to Narasimhadev as Prahlad Maharaj did in this verse. So, this is a very important line of the purport, and our today's session will be based on. This one point, a devotee aspiring to be free of material desires should offer his respectful prayers to Narasimhadev as Pralamara did in this verse. Om Jnana Kasya Jnana Janashalakaya Chakshurunmiritam Yena Tasmani Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupa Kadamanyam Dadati Swapadampikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yuta Padakamalam Shri Guru Vaishnavamsya Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahaganaragunadhanitam Tamsajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijanasahitam Krishna Jaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahaganalita Shri Sakhanitamsya हे कृष्णा करुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगतपते गोपेशा गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमोस्तुते तत्कांचन गोरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमामि हरिप्रिये वाचकर्पदरुग्णच्छ कृपासिंधुगेवचा पदितानाम पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो जय श्री कृष्ण जय चन्या प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गाथा श्रीवासादिगोरभक्तवृंदा हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा 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 हरे हरे भूते महादेव यही मामुरोभु वर्माये भूमते गुणाशो रशशोड़चात्मका तोरंकर्षिष्ठमगवां चांसि में हरे कृष्णा तो टुडे इज़ द मोस्ट ऑस्पिशियस अपीरेंस डे ऑफ नर्सिंदे भगवान वी विल ट्राई टू ग्लोरिफाई लॉर्ड नर्सिंदे एंड गिवन बाय शीला प्रोपाल Here, such an emphasis is given on pure devotion service. And for that sake, 
we need to purify our hearts from material desires that is coming from so many lifetimes remembering the past time of sinner samadev we understand the position of prahlad maharaj the demon hiranyakashipu and the supreme lord nasimhadev from lagu bhagavatamrita we can understand that three lordships are considered very special in terms of the positions one is very obvious that is the supreme personality godhead lord krishna himself second is lord ramachandra and third is narsimhadev bhagavan sarvabhagavatam explains based on the opulence narsimhadev falls into this special category of incarnation because of manifestation of his power more than many other incarnation so the lord is known as paravasta so three incarnations are paravasta incarnations of which narsimhadev is one of them we know the past time of palatmanas hiranyakashipu and lord narsimhadev as prahlad maharaj was going through his education one day out of affection hiranyakashipu called upon his son placed him on his lap and asked okay what have you learned in school so it was a lot of affection he touched his head smelled his forehead with all affection hiranyakashipu even though a demon he had such an affection for his son which is very obvious and he asked what have you learned and what did prahlad maharaj say anyone know tatsad manye he started tatsad manye suravedya dehina sada samadhyadhiya sadkrata hitva padam grahamantu kupam vanam gatoyat harimashreta he said Oh, Asuravarya, you are the best among the demons. And Ganesh was very happy to hear that. That is the nature of the demons. You are the best of the demons. Ganesh was happily heard. Okay, I am the best of the demons. That's fine. So, but, Prahmara said, but those who have accepted this temporary body as a self and this temporary household life as everything has to go through such an embarrassing situation because one has to go through such difficulties such anxieties so indeed one is so much embarrassed as if one has fallen into a deep dark well griham anthakopa so now please renounce everything and you go to vrindavan 
फॉरेस्ट
men guided by another blind man miss the right path and fall into a ditch materially attached men led by another materially attached men are bound by the ropes of fruity labor which are made of very strong cords and they continue again and again in materialistic life suffering the threefold miseries so he heard this and also after that he also told further that mahiyasam padare jyotishekam nishchinjana namo brimitayava that is you cannot understand about the supreme lord because we don't have the association of any devotees you don't accept the association of the devotees so without that you cannot understand about the supreme lord personality of god so he rejected his father in that way it's not given to you so hiranyakashipu decided if there is a, in, in a body if there is a serious problem in one part of the body then sometimes we have to amputate that limb so that the rest of the body can survive similarly in our whole family we have a sinful person and that is my son prala so to save the rest of my demoniac family i have to kill him off see even the demons have the rational to do the stuff so he said okay i have to kill him and he tried all different things he tried to throw him from the mountain what happened nothing happened he tried to trample him by the feet of elephant anything happened no he put him in the fire he put him in the very cold place nothing happened to him can you imagine he was they tried to stone him hit him with stones to kill him but still nothing happened to him he was thrown into a snake pit a pit full of snakes poisonous snakes can you imagine a pit full of poisonous snakes but nothing happened to him then he administered poison nothing happened to him then he tried to administer all different kinds of yogic magical feats on him but still nothing happened to him then they tried to starve him but still nothing happened to him so can you think what is left try to kill him all different ways but Hrinikeshu couldn't kill Prahlad Maharaj he was frustrated and he was a bit fearful too so Shandai Namaka said look you don't be disheartened you know your power because if you move your eyebrows the whole planetary systems are shaken and all the demigods are coming and falling at your feet at your disposal so suddenly you have power there's something is going on here don't worry we will take him we will give him more education in our asurik gurukul we have special training program we'll bring him after that he'll be all right so shandai namaka took him and he put him with other gurukul boys then what happened he started preaching he said kaumaram aachare pratya dharman bhagavataniha durlabham manushan janmam tadati adruvam arthadam he said at the tender age of 5 years he had to start worshiping the supreme personality of god he had to start devotion service at the age of 5 kaumaram aachare pratya dharman bhagavataniha why 
So, na mrigam, na manishan. No animal, no human being. So, he accepted half man, half land incarnation. Second. Then third. Okay, there is another devotee also in the sea. Who is that? He renegation with himself. Because ultimately, he is the devotee of the Lord in the spiritual world. So, he thought, Hiranyakeshu once mentioned, looks like perhaps I may die because of this boy Pralab. So the Lord thought, okay, I will keep all the words true. So in that way, keeping everyone's words right, the Lord appeared as Nasimhadev. And then, as we know, there was this huge fight and finally, the Lord killed Hiranyakeshu, how he placed him on the lap. It's like a surgery. He ripped open the heart, chest, the heart and the intestine and he took the intestine and he garlanded himself with the intestine. Such a ghastly scene. It said he, he took his nail and he actually opened his heart. <laughs> but he didn't want to in one sense, very carefully he opened the heart. It was really like a surgery, open heart surgery. Acharya <laughs> actually mentioned that it was really open heart surgery. He didn't want to destroy the heart because he understood he's an auspicious person due to many reasons. So I want to see his heart, I want to study his heart. <laughs> what, what he wanted to study, he wanted to see that I am situated in. His heart, because I am the Paramatma of the, all the living entities, that's why it's mentioned. Akhilakhani, you know? he is present in everyone's heart. So, even though I am present in Hiranyakashipu's heart, how can he offend my devotees in this way? So, I want to see his heart. So, he said, it is here, he is nailed, but he carefully opened his heart and he had a look. What's there in his heart? <laughs> So this is the first open heart surgery. He actually had a look. <laughs> What's really going on in Hiranyakashipu's heart? So by then he was killed. So usually in the surgery patient come back to life, but in the surgery <laughs> that didn't happen. But of course he got a spiritual form later. So that didn't happen. So that is successful. It was very spiritually successful. So this is the appearance of Narasimhadev and how he killed Hiranyakashipu. After that he became so angry and he was roaring and he killed all the demoniac assistants, he killed everyone but no one could pacify his anger. So there is a whole chapter practically where all different great personalities there, they started glorifying Narasimhadev according to their own realizations. So it's a very interesting chapter because they connect to Narasimhadev according to their capacity. For example, Devatas would pray that because of this demon, Hiranyakashipu, we were not getting our oblations. He was accepting all the oblations, we were getting nothing. But now that we have come, we will get our oblations. Mm-hmm. Okay. was saying, we were singing glorification of Hiranyakashipu, we couldn't glorify you. Now that we have come, we can glorify you. And the, the rishis who were performing austerities, they were saying we were so disturbed that we couldn't perform our austerities. But now that they have appeared, we can perform our austerities. 
in that way everyone all the demigods prayed according to their realization but still the lord was not pacified the lord was not pleased then brahma ji and all other demigods they thought what can we do they pushed prahlad maharaj you go to the front because we cannot go to the front even that she they couldn't go in front of narasimha dev because he is anger personified can you imagine anger personified so prahlad went in front of narasimha dev and he didn't have any fear at all he was a young boy 5 years old and he had no fear so we will try to learn from the glorification of Because as it is mentioned in this report, if you want to approach Narasimhadev, the best way is through Parampara and that Parampara is going to Pallad Maharaj, his Tuti, his glorification. That is this verse, a prayer to remove all material desires from our heart. So in Pallad Maharaj's prayer, the first verse, the 7th canto, 9th chapter, verse 8, ಮುನೆಯಾ Siddha all the great sages and mystically perfected people they have tried to pacify you how how by purugnai by the qualified prayers satve ekatana gataya samprabhave satu ekatana means they are completely fixed in satguna ekatana means in ekanta just fixed in satguna that is the qualification they need sat ekatana gate vachasam pravahi vachasam pravahi pravaham is stream vachasam is stream of prayers and that is purugana they are very qualified they are very embellished with poetic composition because they know vedic hymns they know sanskrit perfectly so they had this embellished prayers because they are situated in satguna they use everything to glorify the supreme lord but now we prove they couldn't pacify the supreme lord then he asked kim tosha mahadi samay hari rukta jaate hai then i am born in such a low demoniac family how can i pacify the supreme lord how can i please the supreme lord it's a very important question so here prahlad maharaj is not thinking look because of me narasimhade appear that's a natural thought will, that would come to anyone's heart the lord came because of me to protect me but prahlad said no i am not qualified see my background i am not at all qualified how can i pacify the supreme lord so this is the humility to approach the lord to please the lord the first qualification that one needs is humility So Shri Prabhupada in Parkot gives the example of Krishna's Kavraj Goswami. He prays, I am lower than even Chekai and Madhai. 
and worse than or lower than a worm in the stool. This is the natural humility manifested by Kaviraj Goswami who wrote the entire Chaitanya Chaitanya and Mahaprabhu himself teaches this is the qualification to chant Krishna's holy name continuously and this is the qualification to preach Krishna's holy name properly. So, Tarovarika Sakshana by being tolerant and being very, very humble. So, this is the quality that is mentioned in Brahad Bhagavatamata. Srila Sanatana Goswami equates love of Godhead to humility. So as one humility increases, then one's devotion increases to the degree that when one has perfect humility, then one has perfect love of Godhead. Or in perfect love of Godhead, the perfect humility is manifested. So he equates humility to love of Godhead, the real humility. So it is a very important quality and in our life, even if we are not humble, we have to accept humble position. One devotee asks one Maharaj, I am not at all feeling like humble. I am not feeling humble. And you know, I don't feel to be, feel to be humble. I, I don't feel like that. So what can I do? Because we hear that if our, as our devotion increases, our humility will increase. But how will it, my devotion is not increasing, my humility is also increasing. So what's true? So Maharaj told that, okay, at least don't act arrogantly. That's the first step. Don't act arrogantly. <laughs> you may not have perfect humility, that's okay. But don't act arrogantly. That is within our control. So act in a position where we can. So we have to accept at least a humble position. So that's what Pradhana did. But it is because of natural humility. And that is showing the great strength. Why Pradhana is so humble? Because by accepting the real humility, depending completely on Krishna, such a humble devotee has all strength. Why one person feels I have no qualification? The reason is one is actually feeling that I am a living entity, such a small living entity, I am nothing compared to the material energy of the Supreme Lord. So one is feeling I am so low in my position, but at the same time, in such a position, one will be able to approach the Supreme Lord with Real prayer with real devotion because there is real dependency because of the need. And then what happens? When the Lord will give complete strength, the devotee may feel so weak in real humility, have no qualification, but in that humility, because if it is real humility, one will approach the Supreme Lord, and because approaching the Supreme Lord, the Supreme Lord will give all the strength and all. So that is the strength of the devotee. So there is one side what is saying, I have no qualification. And at the same time, that devotee has a strong desire that I have to serve Krishna and I have to please Krishna. 
See, Prahlad Maharaj, on one side he is saying, I am not at all qualified because of my dominant background. There is no comparison between the, the family background of Prahlad Maharaj and that of the demigods. There is no comparison. But at the same time, Prahlad Maharaj had that intense desire to please the Supreme Lord. Can you see two extremes? I have no qualification, but I have to please the Lord. Because that is service that is given to me by our parampara, the spiritual masters, leading up to Lord Brahma himself. So there is that tension within, and that is evoking the mercy of the Lord. So this is a very important dynamics in bhakti. Hmm? Then Prahlad Maharaj, he doesn't stop there. He explains what is the real qualification to please the Supreme Lord. Hmm? He cites the example of Gajatranas. We know. He says, Manyethana Pijana Yupattapashvatocha Teja Prabhavala Paurisha Buddhi Yoga Narakhaneya Hidhavandi Parasya Kumso Bhagyatu Dosha Bhagavan Gajayudhavaya He says, there is no point I have understood that Dhana, Abhijana, Rupa, Tapa, Shruta, Ocha, Eja, Prabhava, Aurisha, Bhakta, Buddhi, Yoga, these are different qualifications. They are very attractive. Dhana, Dhana means wealth. Abhijana means great birth. Rupa, beautiful form. Tapa, austerity. Then Shrata, great learning. Then Ocha, vitality, strength. Teja, the effulgence. Or Prabhava, influence. Bala, great strength. And Paurusha, you know, Paurusha, ability. Buddhi, intelligence, yoga, all the mystic yogic powers. But one may have all these qualities, but these qualities themselves cannot satisfy the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Na Aradhana, if one doesn't use that in Krishna's service, Bhavanti Parasri the Lord is not satisfied with any of these material qualifications. And then he says, the example, besides the example of Gajendra, Bhaktiya Tosha Bhagavan. Bhagavan, Bhaktiya Tosha. Unto whom? Gajay, Gajayudhapaya. Who is Gajayudhapaya? Gaja means elephant. Yudha means the third of elephants. Gajayudhapaya means one who is the head, one who is the king of the elephants. That is Gajendra. The Gajendra offered only a flower. To the Supreme Lord, a lot of service to the Supreme Lord, and by just one that act, he was completely satisfied and he personally appeared to save Gajendra. He didn't have any of his qualifications. He didn't know any mystic, he didn't have any mystic power. All his strength was enunciated. His, his birth was an elephant. Elephant's beauty, what kind of beauty is that? <laughs> what kind of family is that? He didn't have Ocha, Teja. Buddhi, elephant buddhi, intelligence, no, nothing he had. But because he offered one flower in great prayer, the Lord accepted. So he says, that is the real qualification. 
Then Shila Prabhupada explains further in the next verse, the very important point, because uh, Prabhupada Maharaj cites the 12 qualifications of a Brahmana. A Brahmana may possess all 12 qualifications, the 12 qualities, still with those qualities, one cannot save oneself. What to speak about one's own family? Whereas a devotee can not just save oneself, he can save generations together. So that is the qualification of a devotee. Uh, but a Brahmana even cannot save oneself, even though one may possess all Brahmanical qualifications. Because he is not a devotee of the Supreme Lord. Srila Prabhupada cites the example of his own disciples. How one disciples mother or parents at the time of death asked, can Krishna save me at the time of death? So this is a big qualification for such a person. He or she was not a devotee because the son was a devotee. At the end, the parents asked me about the time of death, asking, can Krishna save me? And that is a huge qualification to perfect the life. The, the, the end of one's life is asking, chanting the names of Krishna. They say, even those who are not from aristocratic families, they can save themselves and they can save others. So what is the qualification? The qualification to please the Lord is bhakti and humility and surrender. That can please the Supreme Lord. Otherwise, nothing else can please the Supreme Lord. And he continues his prayer, explaining further that the process of devotional service. He says, one may think that the Lord is demanding all these prayers, all these glorifications, all this worship. He's the Lord self-centered. You may think like that. So for to those people, Pralaparaj recites this particular verse. Naivatmanat pramilayam nijalam purno manam janadabhidu shankarno pranite yajjajjano bhagavate vidhajita manam tachapne pradimukhasetha mukhashri He gives an example. He explains a very important point in this verse. Naivatmanat pramilayam nijalama purno The word nijalama purna is very important to understand. Lapa, we know the word Lapa. Lapa means prophet. Nijalapa means one's own prophet. So he is complete in himself. He is Nijalapa Purna. He is complete in, him, in him, himself. Like he is completely satisfied and he doesn't need anything from anyone. So Palatmaraj is making this point for the benefit of the entire humanity that please don't think that Krishna needs anything from you. As if he is missing anything. You know, so many Lakshmi Sansa, from Astavimana, there are millions of Lakshmi worshipping the Lord in this world. He doesn't need anything from us as such. He doesn't need anything. So he is Nijalama Purna. And why he accepts the prayers from his devotees? Manakjana Abhidushan Karnovunite. He accepts the glorification, the prayers from his devotees. Abhidushan these people were offering 
they are abhidusha. Abhidusha means fools, ignorant. The Lord is very merciful that He is ready to accept offerings and prayers and glorifications from foolish people. So one may ask, why is it so? Why can we say that the Lord has been merciful to accept glorification from foolish people? So the Acharya is explaining that a person with dignity don't want to be glorified by fools. Because fools, they don't know anything. So what's the value of their glorification? So if somebody is worthy, should glorify somebody who has dignity and somebody who is great. And who is the supreme person that they brought it? He is everything. He is the supreme most. And who are the conditioned souls? Conditioned souls are the most foolish people. Right? Because we are yes, still in the material world. That shows that we are foolish. And not only that, we are trying to enjoy our senses and mind. That is, we are trying to act against our own self-interest. Can we be more foolish than that? Maintaining and acting upon material desires means we are acting against ourselves. So we think, yeah, we are having a good time in this material world. But here, the Lord is considering they are foolish because they are acting against their own wish, real wish. So, such foolish people are offering all these prayers so I will accept. So then he mentioned that it is give the example just like if you want to decorate a reflection then you decorate your face. If you decorate your face then you can see the reflection will automatically get decorated. In the same way if we offer everything to the Supreme Lord then the living entities are taken care of automatically. In other words, if we please the Supreme Lord, then we automatically become pleased. We automatically become happy. We don't try, need to try to make ourselves happy in an artificial way. Rather, if we try to please the Supreme Lord, that endeavor in turn will make us happy. This is a very important devotion process. And on the other side, who can increase the glory of the Supreme Personality Godhead? Ananda with his unlimited goods are glorifying, is glorifying the Supreme Lord from time immemorial. Still, he is not reaching the end of the glory of the Supreme Lord. So, can we increase the glory of the Supreme Lord? No. So, he mentioned we are glorifying for our own benefit, not for others. So it's a very important point, he makes it very clear that why we have to worship the Supreme Lord, it is for ourselves, not for the Supreme Lord. Hmm? Then, Prabhupada comes to the point that he is there for a reason. Why is he present? To pacify the Supreme Lord. So he will tell his mission statement. Hmm? Now, look, you appear here to remove the fear of all his demigods and of all your devotees. But now seeing your ferocious form, all these demigods and all your devotees, they are even more frightened. So your purpose is already achieved. Now please don't manifest your fearful form. Please calm down. That should be most appropriate at this point. 
he says oh ushattama oh krupana varsala oh supreme lord you are ushattama you are insurmountable one and you are krupana varsala you are very merciful to fallen souls so here the conditioned souls are addressed as krupana myself and krupana varsala you are very dear to those who are conditioned so oh ushattama oh krupana varsala trust us we i am completely frightened is i am completely frightened why dussahogra samsara chakra kadana okay why am i frightened because dussahogra utra means very intense dussaha intolerable samsara chakra kadana kadana means pain kadana means the very difficult situation because of samsara because of repeated birth and that is material existence because of that i am completely frightened and grasata pranita grasata i am thrown into this material existence and i am completely frightened in this condition and i am surrendering unto you so the lord is asking there is an interesting conversation given by the acharya that the lord is asking did i throw you in this material existence so pralaya chit no 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 to you what do you say why the problem is that krishna has done something why krishna or why anyone else what did he say so karma bhi whatever i am going to i am thrown into this material condition it is because of my own karma so karma bhi so he said it is because of me alone and i cannot blame anyone so ushattama tenthe moolam look i will surrender unto your lotus feet so we may this is a very important point that pratmaraj he is born in demoniac family but in a super wealthy family isn't it his father owns the entire universe and except the highest planet except the brahma planet everything belongs to his father and he is going to inherit everything he has to simply wait be obedient and wait he doesn't have to prove anything he will get the entire universe but having the entire universe at his disposal paramara is telling dusahogra this material existence is intolerable can you see and i am suffering in this material existence samsara chakra kadana kadana means really suffering in difficulties so see we think you look i have a nice house three or four bedroom house is there income is coming every month life is good after all it's a nice place prasadam i am getting but the problem life is good isn't it that's how we think the corona problem is there but still i have my job if not job people allowance is coming but life is good no problem otherwise we think kichdi is coming and play rajbog is coming life is good the three the difference in consciousness having the entire universe at his disposal still pralakara is telling this is suffering so lesson we have to see that one has to see this is not the place to be and yes see yes we need to feel that urgency so pralakara is showing we need to feel an urgency to purify ourselves and get to higher stages of bhakti even in this lifetime we had to feel that need 
otherwise it is not proper it is not we are not making the right progress so he is saying prito abhavrta sharanam payase kadanu so he is telling abhavrta sharanam your lotus feet that is the goal of liberation your lotus feet is the goal of liberation payase kadanu when are you going to call to your lotus feet when are you going to give me shelter at your lotus feet so vishnu chakravarti explains an interesting way he says he is requesting i want to come to your lotus feet and give me a chance to massage your lotus feet so this is the prayer of love maharaj so i it is enough living in this material world suffering in this material i want to come and i want to massage your lotus feet so this is the mood of prahlad maharaj i will go through maybe two or three verses and finish because it is a long prayer and it is very interesting there are 43 verses probably one of the longest prayers in uh uh shimad bhagavatam one of the longest prayers in shimad bhagavatam and it's very interesting i i was studying part of bhakti vaiva under english prabhu then i was going through again you know made about 10 sections and you know going through the verses it was very interesting go through it and it is full of very amazing teachings if you go through palladara's prayer it is amazing teachings it is impregnated with philosophical truths fervent devotion and compassion for the living entities it is full in itself so i will go through one or two more verses before i conclude i will just tell one of the very important prayer that prarthana is offering which is very instructive for everyone evam jananipaditam prabhavahi kupe kamaamikamanya prasprapatan prasanga kritvaatma sa kritvaatma sasurachina bhagavan krihito soham kadam visrute tavabhutya sevam he says that i am fallen into a deep dark well which is full of snakes ahi kupe prabhavahi kupe and this material existence is compared to this deep dark well is full of snake prabhava prabhava means the material birth and death ahi kupe ahi means the snake kupe is the well prabhavahi kupe so having placed in this well full of snakes and how this happened that evam janani patitam kamapi kam anyam prapatan prasanga by associating with materialistic dominant people i have been doing this all my life and only many lifetimes and because of that i am just continuing this cycle of repeated birth and death that is equivalent to be placed in a well which is full of snakes so this is the position of pralapmaraj actually it's not the position of pralapmaraj as it explained he is just placing himself in the position of a conditioned living entity and he is telling how we have to see our position but he says but out of compassion surashina by the great sage narada muni 
what he has he done? Bhagavan Gratita, he has actually picked him from this deep dark well full of snakes. And what has he done? Kritvatmasam. It's a very important term that's what the Guru does to his disciples. What is Kritvatmasam? Kritvatmasam means one meaning is he made that disciple his own property. Okay, this person belongs to me now. This is the role of a guru. So Naradamani did that to Palatmaras. So this condition soul, he is my property. Now it is my responsibility to purify him and send him back home, back to Godhead. So Krithuatmasa, that is one meaning of Krithuatmasa. Another meaning of Krithuatmasa is Krithuatmasa. Atmasa means make a reflection of oneself. Make just like his own self. The Guru wants to impart all the qualities and qualifications he has unto his disciples. So that he can make progress and he can please the Supreme Lord himself. So Nardamani has given his qualities to Pralatmaya. In that way, Pralatmaya is saying, look, this Rashi, this great sage Nardamani has helped me to come out from the clutches of material existence. So he said, So aham kathamna visruche tava bhritya seva. So now how can I give up service to my spiritual master who is your servant? Shri Prabhupada made a very wonderful purport of this explaining. This is the nature of your devotional service. That even later, Hiranyakeshu offers all benedictions to Prahlad Maharaj, but he is not asking for anything but service to his spiritual master. Shri Prabhupada that the most important aspect in one's life is service to pure devotees. Service to pure devotees, which is coming in the disciplic succession. And he quotes Vishnu Chakravarti, Yasya Prasada Bhagavata Prasada, Yasya Prasada Agadi Bhutoti, Yasya Prasada Bhagavata Prasada. He pleases the spiritual master, the supreme personality of God, and is pleased. Yasya Aprasada, sorry, it's not both times, Yasya Prasada, Yasya Aprasada, Yasya Aprasada. If he displeases the spiritual master, then the supreme lord is not pleased. So this is the point. So Srila Prabhupada explained, this is the parampara. This is the parampara of Acharyas. Then, if you follow that parampara just like Palat Maharaj, then what does a guru do to his servant? Makes that devotee his own property to offer to the Supreme Lord. Gives all the qualification, all the qualities to that devotee so that he can be offered to the Supreme Lord. So here, Prabhupada with very gratefully remembers the mercy that's been shown upon him by Narayana. So out of its causeless mercy, no reason for Narayana to come to Kayadu and when Prabhupada was in his book, he taught him everything about devotion. This is the causeless mercy of Naradamani and blessed him. So this is the mercy of Naradamani. Hmm? 
So on one side, Prahlad Maharaj is explaining that he is suffering, he is going through such difficult situation. There are many verses like that, it is very interesting to go through, but we don't have time. On the other side, he explains his ecstatic position. Hmm? So in the coming verse, he is happy, he is completely happy, but simultaneously he is unhappy. In other words, he is ecstatically unhappy about the condition source. He <laughs> is ecstatic because he is in the pure devotional service. But at the same time, seeing the condition of the living entities, he is feeling very bad. So this is the position of pure devotees. They are very happy about their devotional service, but they are very unhappy seeing others. So this is the position of uh, Prahlad Maharaj. So he, again, he changes, he mentions, Naivo, it's a very important verse, by the way, it's a 743. Previously he was talking all about the problem of material existence and he is telling Paradhujatya Vaitaranya Vaitaranya means all the difficulties in the material world and particularly Vaitaranya is the river between the material world and the spiritual world. One has to cross through, cross, cross through that river to enter the spiritual world. And here Pradhamara is telling I am not at all disturbed by any material difficulty. Naiva Udduche Paradhujatya Vaitaranya why? Tadviya Gayana Mahamrata Magrajita. Tadviya Gayana. I am always seeing the glories of the Supreme Personality recorded. You are glorious. Tadviya Gayana Mahamrata. Great nectar and relishing. Magrajita. My consciousness is completely absorbed in your nectarian glory. So, I am not at all disturbed by material existence. But at the same time, Shoche Tatobi Mukhacheta Sahidriyatha. Shoche. I am really, really worried for those fools and rascals. That's the proverb translation. Vimutha. Vimutha means they are super fools. Not just Mutha. They are Vimutha. Vishishta Yupena Mutha. So they are, you know, <laughs> super fools. Why they are trying to enjoy this material world in the Arthan. They are making all the plans to enjoy this material world. This world is temporary. They are trying to create a permanent situation in this material world. Shila Prabhupada explains very beautifully in the purport. There are so many planning conditions to make so many plans to arrange enjoyment in this material world which are all going to fail. So, those who want to create a Sukhale out of Dukhale they are considered vimutha. So I am simply worried about this vimuthas, these fools, because they are unnecessarily carrying the burden of material existence. So to great degree, we are also part of the game. We are also carrying that burden in the form of material desires. So we need to really pray to the Supreme Lord. 
to help us to remove this material desire so that we can progress in bhakti which is very important and this is a day for that and the Lord is very merciful and He will help us Finally, one more verse, which is also very important, because he mentioned his mood. That is the next verse, that is the verse 44. He mentioned, he criticizes those who are practicing spirituality for their own sake, not caring for others. Prayana Devakaneya Sovimutti Kama Mamanam Charanti Vichanena Varata Nishtha Naitanvihaya Kipuna Mukhanda Eko but he says, I really don't appreciate who this Munaya, they are so Mumukti Kamaha. So Mumukti Kama means they are interested in their own liberation, the Gyanis and Yogis, and they go to Maunam Charati Vijane, they perform the vow of silence, and where do they go? Maunam Charati Vijane, they go to secluded places like Himalayas to perform austerities, performing silence. They are not interested in others. They are not interested in welfare of other living entities and I don't approve such a mentality. So Pallavara is very emphatic about this. And he makes this point. They are not interested in delivering others. And as for me, however, I do not wish to be liberated alone. See? Plaza is telling, I don't want to be liberated alone. Leaving aside all these poor fools and rascals. Hmm? I know that without Krishna consciousness alone, live, sorry, I know that without Krishna consciousness, without taking shelter of your lotus feet, one cannot be happy. Therefore, I wish to bring them back to shelter at your lotus feet. So this is the mood of Palakaras. He is showing that compassion. And in this, this is the mood of all members of Krishna Consciousness Movement. Sashilabhavad mentioned, this is the mood of everyone in Krishna Consciousness to help others to come closer to Krishna. And in that purport towards the end, Shilabhavad makes a very important statement to all members of this Krishna Consciousness Society. He mentioned, the members of the Krishna Consciousness Movement must be fully convinced that without Krishna, one cannot be happy. Thus, the Krishna Conscious person avoid all kinds of pseudo-spiritualists, transcendentalists, meditators, modernists, philosophers and philanthropists. So, a devotee must know that without Krishna, one cannot be happy and one should avoid association of all so-called spiritualists if one is serious in the pursuit of bhakti. So in the purport that we read from the fifth canto, Srila Prabhupada is emphasizing pure devotional service and he mentioned we need to pray just like Prahlad Maharaj and by that one can purify one's heart and there is no other means to purify one's heart from the material desires. So I will just read the translation again and let's go. I offer my respectful obeisances unto Lord Narasimhadev, the source of all power. O my Lord who possesses nails and teeth just like thunderbolts, 
Kaiti brandished our demon-like desires for fruitful activity in this material world. Please appear in our hearts and drive away our ignorance so that by your mercy we may become fearless in the struggle for existence in this material world. Hare Krishna. Any question here? You This happened long back, right? 
This fasting happened long back in Satyuga. It's a very long back. And that too in a previous Manantra. We are in Vaivashita Manantra, 7th Manantra. This happened in Chakshisha Manantra. That is the 6th Manantra. So <laughs> way back. And way long back this fasting happened. So time has passed and Paramaraj had this desire that the whole living entities must go to the spiritual world, they should suffer less. So, in the past time of Lord Chaitanya, who appeared, Vasudev Dutta. And Vasudev Dutta carries himself Pralamaraj as well. So Vasudev Dutta did the same prayer to Lord Chaitanya. What are the prayer? That I am ready to suffer for all the living entities in the entire universe in hell for eternity. But let them practice Krishna consciousness and let them go back home back to Godhead. That is the mood of Vasudevata. So in him, Prahlad Maharaj was also there. And indeed, the Lord fulfilled his desire. If a pure devotee prays, the Lord fulfills his desire. But Prabhu says that it's not for it's not difficult for the Lord to fill the universe with other conditioned souls who have who wants to enjoy. So the Lord indeed fulfills the request, the prayers of his devotees. So we can see Plasmaraj, he is residing in the material world. He has a spiritual existence in the Vaikuntha Loka and he is also residing in Sutala planet. So he said Nitya Siddha and he said Sadhana Siddha as well. So he is residing in the Sutala planet praying. That's where we get it, the prayer plasma. So that's where the prayers are coming from. So he has this simultaneous existence. Yeah, he the Sutala. Okay. Thank you very much. Gandra Shimad Bhagavad